We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Longtime broadcaster and Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy has died. We have the story. I'm Rodney Price. A Wellington man dies in an officer-involved shooting over the weekend. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist and Holiday. Quiet weather is expected through today across south-central Kansas, but changes are on the way by later Tuesday. What will that include? Our full forecast in just a few minutes. Longtime broadcaster and editor of the Wichita Business Journal, Bill Roy, has died. The Business Journal confirms that the journal's editor, since 2003, died Sunday morning at his home of complications from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. He was 61. The 37-year journalist was diagnosed with ALS in the fall of 2019. Roy was inducted into the Kansas Press Association Hall of Fame in 2022. A Kansas State University graduate, Roy worked for KFDI Radio, Wichita Eagle and KWCH-TV before being hired as managing editor at the Journal and reaching editor soon after. For several years, Bill updated business news here on the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. Police in California have identified the suspect who shot and killed 10 people and wounded 10 others at a dance studio during a Lunar New Year celebration Saturday in Monterey Park as 72-year-old Hugh Can Tran. Sheriff Robert Luna says Tran was pulled over for a traffic stop at a parking lot and died due to a self-inflicted gunshot wound. California has some of the strictest gun laws in the country, but yet look what we just had today. So let's look at across our nation, see what works and what doesn't. But I could tell you this, the status quo is not working. Police have not determined a motive for this latest mass shooting. A woman was stabbed and a man shot in southeast Wichita last night. Sedgwick County Dispatch received report of a cutting and a shooting in the 3100 block of South Rutan. A man was shot in the knee, taken to a hospital in serious condition. The woman was stabbed in the abdomen. She was hospitalized also in serious condition. No more details were immediately available. Wichita police investigating the shooting of a teen early Sunday in East Wichita. Officers in the area heard three shots fired in the 4900 block of East Harry. A 17-year-old girl was hospitalized with a gunshot wound to the leg. Police learned the girl was in a car with two men, a 20-year-old and a 28-year-old, when a white Ford sedan pulled up next to them. A passenger in the Ford sedan threatened the girl and the two men with a handgun. As they drove away from the sedan, they heard several shots. 
The KBI is investigating the death of a man in an officer-involved shooting Saturday night in Sumner County. Just before 10.30 p.m., two Wellington police officers arrived at a home in the 1100 block of East 7th Street in Wellington to the report of a disturbance. The woman who reported the incident told police her boyfriend, identified as 30-year-old Harley Bagby of Wellington, was inside tearing up the residence. When officers entered the home, Bagby exited a bedroom into the hallway with a large knife. Officers commanded Bagby to drop the knife, but he did not comply and approached the officers. One officer fired multiple times, killing Bagby. The officer has been placed on paid administrative leave. When the KBI finishes their independent investigation, the findings will be turned over to the Sumner County Attorney for review. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Gasoline prices rose over the last couple of weeks. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg tells us by how much. In this case, $0.09 rise over the past two weeks to the new price, $3.45. And it's a total of $0.19 higher over the past five weeks. Houston has the lowest local average price at $2.85 a gallon. Honolulu highest at $4.93. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. We had Shocker basketball in action yesterday. We'll tell you how they did coming up in sports. Today marks the start of tax filing season. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 707 now. Seven minutes past seven o'clock. The recently completed meeting of the U.S. Conference of Mayors highlighted issues that city leaders have high on their to-do list. Crime and immigration reform are national issues that are affecting major cities across the country. If you ask the mayors themselves, local matters run the gamut. For New York City Mayor Eric Adams. The economy, inflation. For newly elected Mayor Karen Bass. In Los Angeles, without a doubt, it's homelessness. For Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner. Revitalizing our communities that have been underserved for a long, long time. All three agreed on ABC's This Week. Those issues keep people marginalized and must be addressed. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. A suspicious death at a Texas zoo follows another mystery just days earlier. Officials at the Dallas Zoo call the death of an endangered vulture over the weekend unusual and say it does not appear to be from natural causes. It's the latest odd occurrence at the zoo. A week earlier, a clouded leopard went missing for hours after escaping through an opening that appeared to be intentionally cut. The big cat was eventually found, and during the search for the leopard, another suspicious opening was spotted in a monkey exhibit. The zoo called Dallas police to investigate and added security cameras and more night patrols. Richard Jordan, Fox News. And today marks the start of tax filing season. Beginning today, the Internal Revenue Service is accepting and processing 2022 tax year returns. Taxpayers have three extra days to file this year due to the calendar before the tax deadline of April 18th. The due date is April 18th instead of April 15th because of the weekend and the District of Columbia's Emancipation Day holiday, which falls on Monday, April 17th. The agency says more than 168 million individual tax returns are expected to be filed this year. The IRS has taken steps to improve service, hiring more than 5,000 workers to help taxpayers who call, and they've added more in-person staff as well. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. 
KNSS News Time now, 710. 10 minutes past 7 o'clock on this Monday morning. And traffic this morning. Things are looking fairly good out there. Those traffic volumes really are starting to pick up, though. Starting to see some really heavy traffic in places. Uh, took a little bit ago a uh, look at the which way traffic cameras out there this morning from KDOT and looking at uh, east and westbound Kellogg uh, between Meridian and Seneca. Traffic looked pretty heavy right there at this time. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Trackers forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve. How you doing? Doing well. Ted's not with us today, taking a day off, but uh, uh, we're doing okay, flying pretty good. It looks like uh, you may have a little moisture in the forecast again coming up this week, right, sir? Yeah, a little bit more, and it is, you know, late January after all, so we have the cold air in place. So when it comes to that moisture, we'll just need to keep an eye on things as it, we're not only expecting some wet weather, but a could, uh, could turn wintry as well. So the timing for that looks like it's going to be through our Tuesday, especially Tuesday night, when it comes to a chance of rain and snow. In the meantime, it's going to be dry today, uh, just expecting some cloud cover to gradually build in. Skies are in pretty good shape right now. Uh, but you will notice more cloud cover by the time the day comes to a close. High 44 today, which is actually our average high. So it's going to be chilly still, but uh, really right where we should be for this time of year when it comes to our afternoon high. Back down to a low of 25 tonight with that mostly cloudy sky. The clouds are going to stick around tomorrow as we have some moisture move in from the south. It looks like it's going to be a mixture of rain and snow. A southerly wind remaining light at 5 to 15 miles an hour. During the afternoon tomorrow, I expect to see more rain than snow because our temperatures still going to be able to get above freezing. We'll uh, uh, end with a high of 41 degrees during the afternoon. But then during our Tuesday evening and Tuesday night, this is when we'll really have to make sure that we keep an eye on things because we'll likely see that rain switch back over to some snow and some light accumulating snow. Looks like it's going to be a possibility during our Tuesday night and into early Wednesday morning. So we'll need to keep an eye on the commute uh, early tomorrow as that rain possibly mixed with a few snowflakes moves in and then especially Wednesday once this system moves out. 40s continue through Wednesday and uh, Thursday. By the time we get into the first half of our weekend, Friday, Saturday, expecting a rebound nicely into the lower 50s, but another front right after that cutting us right back down to a high of 36 Sunday. And it'll also bring uh, another 10% chance of possibly seeing a little bit of rain and snow. Right now we're at a cold 21 degrees, a little bit of cloud cover out there with a light northwest wind at three miles an hour. And if... If you leave your car outside at night, you're probably going to scrape the window this morning. Jad and I both did, so there you go. Yeah, frosty start to our Monday. Frosty start. All right, thank you, sir. That's the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Today is Monday, January 23rd. We had a mostly cloudy day across central Kansas. Sunday, Wichita's high temperature was 40 degrees, normal high 44. It was on this date in 1971, the coldest temperature ever recorded in the U.S., occurred when Prospect Creek, Alaska, located 180 miles north of Fairbanks, tumbled to 80 below zero. Well, of course, that's so so cold, you probably can't even imagine what that's like. 80 below. Stephen Ted of the morning, January 23rd, on this date in 1977, the TV miniseries Roots, based on the Alex Haley novel, began airing on ABC. Uh, and it was a, a landmark deal there. A lot of people's First time they've ever seen anything like that. First time they've been a TV show like that. So uh, I think that, as I understand it, I remember the tune-in was very high. 
lot of people watched Roots, all the episodes. 713, Steve and Ted, and you're just tuning in this morning. Uh, we have some sad news to share, and that is that our good friend Bill Roy, editor of the Wichita Business Journal and a long time uh, a part of our morning show here, twice a morning he would come on and do his episode. Bill has been suffering from ALS for the past three or four years, and uh, he died yesterday. So uh, we're remembering him today, and uh, Ted's, uh, Ted's got the day off. We, maybe Ted can come in and we'll talk a little bit more tomorrow. But uh, we wanted to share with you a clip. Ted, Jad actually found this clip uh, in our archives, and it's uh, basically uh, Bill showed up at the studio one morning and uh, around Christmas time, and here's what happened. Bill Roy's with us this morning. I don't know why. But Good morning. Uh, we never have you in the studio live. <laughs> I've never been over here since you This is the first time you've been place. here? Yeah. Yeah, I've never have been over here. When did you stop shaving? Uh, I stopped shaving, let's see, last, uh, what, Thursday, Friday? Yeah, it's like David Letterman just That's walked right. in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it looks like you ought to be in a cologne commercial or something. Well, you know. You're rugged. Kind of rugged, rugged, you rugged look. Get that you rugged know. look. So what's the occasion? Well, I wanted to bring by a Christmas gift for you, the... <laughs> Delicious popcornopolis. Or popcornopolis. What is that? That's a, it's caramel corn. It's really oh, good caramel, caramel corn. corn. So All right. I thought I'd bring it over to you. Okay. Well, thanks for bringing that in. You bet. And goodbye now. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've been talking about Christmas all week, of course, and having. Is that in, coming up here pretty soon? Yeah, or? we're going to do a bit here in a minute. But I wanted to talk we, uh, the IMBD list of the popular uh, Christmas. Movies. Oh, right. Sure. And I want to get your input on this because if you you know you know a lot about movies. <laughs> well, some. Some of them rated uh, even PG and R. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. At any rate, wow. <laughs> what do you think is number one on the list? I've got. Oh, I would I would have to say uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Wrong. Really? That comes in at number eight. Uh, Dickens' A Christmas Story. No. <laughs> Where's it come in? How about Christmas Story itself? The the kid thing. Yeah. Also top ten. Yeah, that's number five. Yeah. Okay. Number one is Wonderful Life. Miracle on 34th Street is uh, eight. By the way, you look like a little bit like Mr. Sawyer in that, uh, <laughs> the, the psychologist in that movie. Anyway. Well, do you, uh, Bill, it's really, it's great to have you with us this morning. Well, do you have any here. special Christmas memories from when you were a child up oh there in my. that gated community in Overland Park? And- <laughs> <laughs> at the Pembroke Well, Academy. you know, when, I, when our staff would bring in the presents and service food. and uh, Did you, you ever have one of those experiences time. where you were accidentally left alone at the Pembroke Academy <laughs> when everybody was gone? Like, Oh, no, I had I had people that, to watch out for me. It is a great time. And you got those, uh, you've had, uh, you and your wife and, and your, your twin daughters, you've, right. had, you've had, a, I bet you've had some really nice Christmases. We've had some great ones. Uh, yeah, that's I, I don't, that's the clip we have, and it's, it, it reminded me of a, how much of a family man Bill was. He loved, yeah. loved Gretchen. She's a terrific person, and those twins couldn't have been prouder of those two. And uh, it was that, that was our uh, kind of a humor thing that, that we shared. We would poke fun at each other constantly. And uh, remember, he, Bill is the guy who actually nicknamed my wife Saint Shelley. Yeah, uh, he's the one who said she must be a saint to live with. <laughs> and, uh, so must and, be a saint for putting up with Steve. Yeah. And uh, the one I was thinking this, uh, of course, this morning as we, as we look at Bill's, uh, his illness and, and so forth, and had, who all went? We went over to his house here a couple, several months ago. Yep. And uh, we went over and watched Blazing Saddles. Yeah, it was you and were you? You were I, there. I didn't go. Huh? You didn't go. No, you uh-uh. going to, I wasn't there. Ted was there. Uh, I did. We had Jim Kobe there, who used to work at Channel Twelve, of course, and uh, and uh, Dave Wilson, who. Uh, is, he does our some of our news here, and he's also on the air down at uh, 
KUYM. We were there and just watched Blazing Saddles. And I just remember that Bill was, well, you'd come to those parts where you'd have the line that everybody knows. Yeah. And Bill would get it out before the rest of us. So, <laughs> and we just, we stayed a couple hours and just had a ball. It was so nice to, yeah, that's the the way we used to do things as, as, as friends and, and coworkers in broadcasting. But Bill Roy, we'll be talking more about Bill in a couple of day, days to come here as we remember some of the good times, the good times we had. 718 now, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at sports now with Jad Chambers on the sports desk this morning, Jad. That is right. And uh, first thing we'll take a look at is the Shocker men's basketball team. Uh, they were in Texas facing Southern Methodist yesterday. Uh, Wichita State had early leads, 8-0 to zero and 11-1 to one over the Mustangs. However, SMU caught fire near the end of the first half and took a 29-25 lead at halftime. The second half... Back and forth, but it, it was in streaks. Uh, Shockers and Mustang traded 15-0 to zero runs in the closing minutes. Uh, you heard the game yesterday over on 103.7 KEYN. Bounce pass to the lane, ODG. It's batted away from him, and Jaquan Walton comes up with it. Driving it ahead, bounce pass to Porter. Going to the rack and slams it with his right hand. Yeah, beautiful two-on-one that time. Piera Walton. Walton. Made the, Walton made a beautiful bounce pass to Porter for that dunk. Yeah, really good stuff there. So uh, <laughs> the Shockers came up with two defensive stops in the final seconds. And they managed to hold on for on a uh, yeah. Yeah, 71-69 uh, victory. Uh, one of the interesting things I found, the Shockers, 3-4 and four in the conference, they have been trailing at halftime in all seven of those games. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... Need to get better in the first half, the Shockers. But they did come up with a win in Texas, 71-69 over SMU. Uh, WSU plays host to Tulane Wednesday night at Charles Koch Arena. College basketball rankings due for a shakeup. Number two, KU lost to number 14, TCU. Big, 83-60 to on Ooh. Saturday. Ooh. And that, of course, is right after a very close loss to number 13, K-State. K-State beat Texas Tech Saturday, 68-58. to Tonight on KFH, it's the Wichita State Coaches Show, starting at 6 o'clock with Isaac Brown, and then Keith Adams at 7 o'clock, and then at 8 o'clock, KU looking to get back into the win column, but they've got another Big 12 matchup, a tough one on the road, facing Baylor. It's the Jayhawks and Bears tonight on KFH, a broadcast start on that one at 8 o'clock. We had a pretty scary moment in the Kansas City Chiefs 27-20 win over Jacksonville on Saturday. We're at it right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Here's the moment itself. Mitch Holtis with the call. Again, an outside rush. And Mahomes throws it late on the first and 10 play for the Chiefs at the 49 of the Jaguars. Passes complete to the 45 to Blake Bell. He was the check down receiver. And now Mahomes is hurt. Mahomes is hurt after a gain of four yards. He's holding his right knee. He got hit hard on this play. And Mahomes, is he wanting to come out? Yeah, so for... At least one series, the Chiefs backup, uh, Chad Henney, comes in. He did get a successful uh, touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. It was necessary. Mahomes comes back. He gets a, another touchdown to Marquez Valdez-Scantling again in a 27-20 game. Every point mattered. So uh, he did come back into the game, but really the defense kind of had to pick up to uh, cover up a little bit of the offensive uh, slack. Very athletic. Third down has been an issue. 
Now a pass to the right side. And the ball's out. The ball's out. The Chiefs think they've got the football at the three. If they rule this a catch, I did not see the beanbag go down. Kansas City's got the football. They recover the ball at their own three-yard line. Nick Bolton comes out of the fray with the ball. It was a quick end cut in Jacksonville. So, yeah, defense came up big and <laughs> as they were uh, threatening there. Uh, uh, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid talked about the Mahomes injury in the postgame show. It was hard getting him out of the game, first of all. Uh, he wanted to fight, and so it, it, we got him out, went to the x-ray, got, got an x-ray, looked at, taped. Uh, he came back, and he said he felt good enough to be protected, you know, where, where he's not going to get hurt. Uh, that's obviously the primary thing. Um, and he felt like his mobility was good enough where he could do that, so... Um, we did a few little things with him on the sideline to see where he was at, put him in, and it was a short leash. Uh, so if I felt like he was, wasn't able to handle it, he would have been out. So the Chiefs win it 27-20 over Jacksonville. That sends him to the AFC Championship game. If they had to play the Bills, that game would have been in Atlanta. Ugh. But... Bills lost to Cincinnati, so that championship game is going to be at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead. Right? Yep. It's the AFC championship game at Arrowhead on Sunday. Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. That's sports on Stevens Head in the morning. 723 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. Songs that can help you fall asleep. That's on the way with Stevens Head in the morning here on KNSS. Joe, this is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, 7.30 KNSS. Steve McIntosh here. Ted Bubbard's off today. 7.30 on this Monday morning, 19 degrees. A House Republican says Congress will make sure that classified documents found by the FBI at the Biden home in Delaware are handled properly. Pennsylvania GOP Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick co-chairs the House's Freedom Caucus and says a fair investigation of the found documents will be done. He's also a former FBI agent and said on Fox News Sunday that the probe can take many avenues. Obviously, a visitor's log would be very helpful if that doesn't exist. You go to other forms of evidence, video surveillance, physical surveillance, uh, witness interviews. There's a whole host of ways to collect evidence. Democrats say this president's cooperation differs from former President Trump's case, where courts and subpoenas were involved. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Sedgwick County Commissioner Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News the county can't raise taxes on residents. It's not possible. It will stagnate further. It will hurt people economically if we do it. Well, at the same time, we've got to find the balance so that we can so we can deliver good government service. So uh, I'm excited to get in the room. I'm actually I'm probably I might be the only guy that is really excited about getting into budget workshops, really going through with a fine tooth comb and really trying to find the efficiencies. Ryan Beatty was a guest Sunday night on the John Whitmer show on KNSS. The only survivor of a Kansas house fire that killed a woman and two young girls has been arrested on suspicion of setting the blaze. Topeka police arrested 32-year-old Kyle J. Tyler of Holton Saturday. He remained jailed Sunday on suspicion of three counts of first-degree murder committed in the commission of another felony, arson, and several other charges. A Tyler was being held in lieu of $1 million bail, but had not been formally charged. The Topeka Capital Journal reports the three people who died in Friday morning's fire were 
identified as 30-year-old Jenny Fitzpatrick, 9-year-old Peyton Tyler, and 1-year-old Courtney Tyler. Representative Blake Carpenter tells KNSS News the state has enough money to give people over 65 a tax break. So we can make it to where retirees stay here in the state of Kansas. We can make it to where we have a broader, flatter tax structure to where we keep younger people here in the state of Kansas to where they want to continue to live and work here. And I think that that's ultimately where we need to be heading. Blake Carpenter, yes, Sunday night on the John Whitmer Show on KNSS. Gasoline prices rose over the last couple of weeks by nine cents to a new national average of $3.45 a gallon. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg tells us why prices may go even more high. Oil prices rose in this period twice as much as gasoline, so gasoline has another nine cents just to catch up with oil. The average price has gone up 19 cents in the last five weeks. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky and cold here early on, we expect to be mostly sunny today. Temperatures in the upper 30s by lunchtime, 44 later on this afternoon. Quiet conditions through tonight, Charlo 26. Then rain picks up during the afternoon tomorrow with a high 38. A rain-snow mix likely by later Tuesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now fog and mist in 19 degrees. The wind is calm. 734, Stephen Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today is Monday, January 23rd. We had a mostly cloudy day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 40 degrees, normal high 44. They're on this date in 1971. The coldest temperature ever recorded in the U.S. occurred when Prospect Creek, Alaska, located 180 miles north of Fairbanks, tumbled to 80 below zero. Nah. That was a cold day. <laughs> wow. All right. Today is uh, Monday. That means it's time for Mondays with the Mayor, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey there. Are you there? Are you there, Are you there this morning? I hope I'm here. Can you hear me? There you go. Yeah, we got you. We got you, we got you loud and clear. Uh, tomorrow is, uh, of course, Tuesday. That's the day when we usually have the uh, city council meeting. And I uh, understand there's going to be a workshop um, with several items to talk about. Uh, I was looking at uh, some of our preview. It says there's something called the uh, Healthy Corner Initiative. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, tomorrow we have, you know, our last Tuesday of the month, we always – have a consent agenda, which is just things to keep the train moving. Uh, and then also we go into our workshop where normally we get updates on uh, different stuff that folks are working on. The uh, Healthy Store Initiative is really an attempt to get more uh, more healthy foods uh, into neighborhoods that don't have grocery stores. Uh, it's something that's been worked on and really adjusted over the last few years, especially as we've seen uh, more food deserts. Uh, you know, a lot of these brick-and-mortar stores uh, just aren't aren't surviving the, the current economy where people are buying stuff online. Uh, so the stores that do, what, what can we do to, to entice them to possibly carry uh, uh, meat, milk, dairy products, you know, that type of healthy stuff uh, to make it easier on folks in those communities, particularly seniors who really can't just, uh, many of them can't just hop in a car and drive to the other side of town. So it'll be interesting to see the progress on that. I know that we have, uh, put aside some money with our American Rescue Plan funds uh, to really step on a gas with this initiative. So uh, getting an update from staff and stakeholders is going to be pretty important. I noticed that uh, one of the – I'm in Riverside, and, of course, you can't – there isn't a family restaurant now within about 12 miles. But uh, we do have the Riverside Cafe reopening at uh, 13th and Jeanette over the weekend. That, uh, oh, he, he'd been closed for a while and then for the fire, and now he's back – they were busy both days, Saturday and Sunday. 
Yeah, it's because of that place that uh, got me through grad school, to be honest. That was one of the places I used to sneak off to and go do homework. So good to good to hear the back on their feet. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also, you're going to be talking tomorrow about uh, about diversity. Uh, and tell, tell us about that, diversity. Yeah, so we have uh, our Diversity, Inclusion, and Civil Rights Advisory Board has met in or continues to meet and are working on a strategic plan. Uh, for the next year or so. Basically, you know, lots of cities that work terrible to who have these type of boards, It's it, these boards are, are put together to figure out how can we come together as a community and really celebrate uh, uh, the differences uh, uh, within our community. So some of that might be, you know, trying to figure out how, how if there's um, like cultural events, dances, uh, if there's um, for example, we had Lunar New Year uh, yesterday. Uh, so uh, Something, a strategic plan might have a way to let folks know where, where the celebrations are so we can uh, just get more out of our community uh, and you know, hopefully um, collaborate a little better. So we're going to get an update on them. Uh, they've done incredible work really jumping into policy, uh, you know, and uh, especially with the uh, non-discriminatory ordinance we got passed last year. Uh, but also, they're kind of our go-to when it comes to uh, some of these real community-based initiatives, such as renaming streets. Uh, and they're just a really good uh, community-centered group. Uh, so uh, we look forward to hearing about their uh, their plans for the for the next uh, year, possibly the next five years. Hmm. Okay. And, and there's also you're going to take a look at the ethics policy. Is that true? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the ethics policy that we got passed, uh, I think my we started my first year, got passed the second year. Uh, we found that some of the language uh, needs some cleaning, and we got to make sure that it's more that it, it's easier uh, to implement. Uh, you know, anytime you make these big changes in policy, you usually get, we call them in a legislature, a trailer bill, uh, which does a bunch of technical fixes to make things run smoother. Uh, so what we've done with the ethics policy is something similar. We teamed up with Wichita State University and just asked them, you know, what can, as we implement this policy, are there ways that we could do it better? Uh, so we should get a report uh, tomorrow about that as well. And, you know, hopefully, uh, it, hopefully it's some easy fixes that we can uh, implement and, and move forward on. And you're going to have an animal control update. That's it. All yeah. So I don't want to get too much into animal politics on your show. Yeah, <laughs> the, no, uh, really? <laughs> oh, man, I've been tagged in a whole bunch of stuff. Yes, uh, sir. It, it, it's interesting. Yeah, you know, our animal control, it's really about safety. Uh, and I think some folks uh, associate us with the Humane Society, which is a group that we, of course, partner with. Uh, but we are different. So our the city's focus is really to um, get dangerous animals out of neighborhoods uh, so that people not only can feel safe, but also continue to have their mail delivered. Um, and then we team up with uh, with different adoption groups to get those animals that are adoptable uh, you know, into the, the homes that they deserve. Uh, so we'll just get an update on that as well. Uh, but again, animal control and animal politics in general. Once in a while, we get someone who tells us we have to leash cats or we have to do this or that, and um, usually that floods my email with concerned citizens that uh, don't want government restrictions on their pets. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of fights that I'm willing to have. That's not one of them. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I know. You know that. Yeah, poodle freedom is something I'm concerned about. So free, free the poodles for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what have we? What have we left out? Anything else going on Tuesday? Well, the only thing I was going to mention is uh, yeah. the majority. Council is going up to Topeka, uh, to the Capitol this week. We have what's called um, Local Government Day, uh, which is really an opportunity not just for us in Wichita, but also for local governments throughout Kansas to come up and talk about the priorities 
that they would like to see uh, happen at, in a state level that could positively impact the local level. Uh, so we're all headed up uh, at roughly different times, uh, which I didn't know, but uh, when we approved it, we had to approve it kind of in a weird way. Uh, but I will be up there for the state of the state with the governor who uh, that got kicked up, uh, kicked a couple weeks down, down the road because she apparently had COVID and then didn't have COVID. Uh, so now we're going to go in and, and do the state of the, uh, state of the state. And then we're going to talk to our local delegation, uh, really just about our legislative agenda, uh, which is pretty much focused on, uh, on job growth and economic growth and trying to get some of that taxpayer money that comes from Wichita uh, into the state back here into Wichita doing work. So it's usually a pretty good day, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to get get some more uh, of our agenda passed. What day is the State of the State Address? Do you know? It's, it's Tuesday. Uh, so Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Meeting, and then I will shoot up there for the uh, State of the State. And okay. then we have the State of the City coming up. Uh, shameless plug for the State of the City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will be on February 23rd here at City Hall. February so 23rd. Oh, a month from today, it appears. All right, <laughs> very good. So you'll be, you'll be working on that speech now, right? I should probably start working on that speech, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, probably not wait for the mo- morning of. That's a good one. Good one, yeah. All right, well, thank you. Thanks for being with us. We'll check with you again next week. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Mondays with the Mayor, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple with Steve and Ted this morning, 742 now here on this Monday. And uh, on the way, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. We'll be talking about the passing of Bill Roy. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS is brought to you by Lux Wave Men's Clinic. It's time for your garage door winter maintenance with Overhead Door Company of Wichita. The 26-point tune-up is just $89.95. That's one price for up to three garage doors and openers. Overhead Door Company of Wichita, trusted by homeowners just like you for over 20 years. Don't be fooled by others with a similar name. Always look for the genuine, the original red ribbon of Overhead Door Company of Wichita. Schedule online at ohdwichita.com or call 316-220-8877. Well, should we talk about New Year's resolutions? Here's one for you. Do something about your pain. Talking about that pain in your knees, your shoulders, your back from arthritis or injury. Steve McIntosh here. And we talked, we've talked about QC Kinetics, and they're the nation's leader in something called Advanced Regenerative Medicine. Repairing and restoring damaged tissue. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints. And here's a good part for me. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Just relief from excruciating hip pain or shoulder pain. Say you have arthritis or pain lingering from pain from an injury. Don't let anybody, don't let anybody operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to those pain pills. Now, people are raving about these treatments. It's called regenerative medicine, and you can be a part of that, too. Get some pain relief. Give them a call now. Call them for a a, a free consultation. QC Kinetics. The number is 316-285-9975. That's 316-285-9975. QC Kinetics, uh, 316-285-9975. The Glenn Beck Program. If you're a new listener, now accepting new listeners. You're going to hate me at first, and that's fine. Mornings from 9 until 11. Two weeks. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS. 747 now. Three big things. Kansas City Chiefs and Cincinnati Bengals will play Sunday for a shot at the Super Bowl. Ten people are dead, including the shooter, and ten wounded in Southern California mass shooting. Longtime broadcaster and Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy has died after a long battle with ALS. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. We have a stalled-out vehicle southbound I-235. It's at Seneca uh, down there in southwest Wichita. Again, uh, southbound I-235 at Seneca. Abandoned vehicle there on I-235. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Mostly sunny today with a high of 44 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 24. Tuesday, 30% chance for afternoon rain. And a high of 38 degrees. Now, fog, mist, 19 degrees. The wind is calm. No wind out there this morning. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. At the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Wall Street ended the week on an up note Friday. Stocks finishing higher as investors weighed more corporate earnings results and another reading on the housing market. A rally for tech stocks helped soften Wall Street's rough week. Shares of Netflix surging. The streaming giant notched better than expected subscriber growth in its latest quarter and announced a change in leadership. Its founder, Reed Hastings, will be stepping down from his co-CEO role. And Alphabet, the parent company of Google shares, spiked over 5% after the search engine giant said it plans to eliminate roughly 12,000 jobs globally. The Dow winners, Microsoft. Salesforce and American Express, the Dow Decliners, Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, and Boeing. The Dow finishing up 331 points, the Nasdaq up 288, S&P 500 up 74. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. A survey of national economists says more businesses now expect job reductions at their firms and to spend less on expansions for the first time since the pandemic. The January survey by the National Association of Business Economics is a sign that the Federal Reserve's push to raise interest rates is doing its job to slow the economy. 
But the survey shows that business owners are still concerned that the Fed's decision-making could push too hard on the economy and potentially put the U.S. into a recession this year. Now look at business news from the Wichita Business Journal this morning. Really only one story to tell, and that is that Bill Roy, the Wichita Business Journal's editor since 2003, and a friend to seemingly everyone he came in contact with, died Sunday morning at his home of complications from uh, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. He was 61 years old. The 37-year journalist was diagnosed with ALS in the fall of 2019. Bill was inducted into the Kansas Press Association Hall of Fame in 2022, a nod to his versatility as a journalist and his leadership for two decades at the WBJ, where he had grown readership, particularly online as news organizations became increasingly digital-minded. He also used his talent as a former radio broadcaster to create uh, the Biz Talk, Biz Talk with Bill, uh, Bill Roy podcast, which delivered weekly interviews with Wichita business leaders and newsmakers for the past five years. It was the first podcast of its kind in the 45 market American City Business Journal's chain. So it was part of a chain, and he was the first to do it in the chain. A 1985 graduate of Kansas State University, Roy had short stints in radio news jobs in Garden City and Blue Springs, Missouri, then was hired in 1988 by Wichita's KFDI Radio as a reporter and anchor. Bill's business journal updates were part of our Steve and Ted in the Morning Show for several years on KNSS. Of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to Gretchen, the twins, and all of Bill's family and friends, so many of them. That's a business update this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Steve and Ted in the Morning, and uh, Ted has his day off, and uh, he can already plan to take the day off. So uh, I'm hoping that tomorrow when, when Ted's in, we'll, we'll share with some more reminiscences, some memories of, of uh, Bill and what a fine guy he was. Uh, he, he was really proud of being a K-State graduate and always talking about uh, Purple and how they were doing up there. And uh, we joked a lot of, with Bill about his upbringing in, uh, in Overland Park, Shawnee Mission area. He, went to, he was a graduate of Shawnee Mission North High School, and one of his classmates was one, one of my cousins, my, one of my younger cousins, Jennifer. Was, uh, Jennifer Korchak was one of his uh, classmates up there, so he knew Jennifer and my cousin and and we talked about that. We joked about him being living in a gated community, but he actually grew up in a. I think his mom was. Uh, it was a cosmetologist. She had a yeah, yeah. Betty's curl or something like that uh, for many, many years. And uh, he was. It's a. He wrestled uh, and played football in high school. And uh, you know, when it was time to have some fun, he was ready to do that. And actually, yeah, look at the at the journalistic career of Bill Roy. It's very well rounded. We talked about the radio. Yeah. He did. He did some TV, and he did some... Uh, Radio, TV, print, yeah. Print, and he found time to be uh, on the uh, on the Gridiron show every year. The journalists getting together and added a ton to that show. He and Ted, mm-hmm. you Ted, Ted and him on the stage at the same time, and uh, anything could happen, and <laughs> sometimes did. Bill's but, comedic timing is actually really, yeah. really good. He, he, actually, he could make you laugh. Uh, he actually took over that uh, MC spot for a couple of years, several years, yep. when Randy Brown had left and uh, did a terrific job of that, came out with his tuxedo on and started the show off with a few jokes and patter. Anyway, it's uh, just as on a personal note, uh, it's been uh, terrific t- to have a friend like that. My goodness gracious. And, and everybody he met uh, had a great impression of him. He was just that kind of guy. So we're going to miss him. going to miss Bill Roy. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with our with Gretchen and the girls and their family.
Um, today is National Handwriting Day. Handwriting Day. How many people day. actually do this anymore? I do some. You know, mm. I, you hear some scribbling right here. Of course, here's some notes I took this morning listening to house fires on the scanner. Right, right. So I do some some printing. I do not much cursive anymore, but it is uh, it encourages us to put pen to paper and write our our thoughts. According to the Writing Instrument Manufacturers Association, there's a chance for all to re re-explore the purity and power of handwriting. Now, I guess that's a question to ask. Other than signing your name, when's the last time you, you know what, cursive uh, wrote something? Oh, uh, we do. If we do a card for a graduation or something like that, for one of our grandkids, somebody like that, uh, Shelly and I will put write a little something at the bottom. It's not much, huh. but you know, it's uh, it always seems that that uh, just a handwritten note is is more personal and uh, yeah, just a, a way to say, hey, I'm taking the time to actually use my. My fingers to write a note. I would All say right. I would say the same thing, but I actually have to print in order for it to be legible. Okay. So, well, I, yeah. I, I I remember when I learned to to write, and when I was a youngster growing up in school, I took great pride in my penmanship. I thought it was pretty good, and as I got older, you know, I got sloppier and sloppier. Yeah, and now I'm, I write like a doctor. So, what can I say? <laughs> well. I'm a I'm a lefty. Some yeah, of us have some of us have pretty bad cursive or printing skills because you're constantly dragging your hand right. over what you've written. It's going the so, other way. Yeah, so you kind of have to, if you're writing with a pen and the ink isn't going to dry, you kind of have to move your hand around a little bit. It's mm. yeah. All right. Anyway, today is National Handwriting Day. Seven fifty-five. Now, hey, stay with us in the eight o'clock hour this morning, Steve and Ted. Uh, we have the latest on a mass shooting in Southern California. Uh, Jad's on the sports desk this morning. Have a look at sports for a lot going on there, Jad. That's right. We've got some chalker news, some Chiefs news. Yeah, all coming up on sports. Plus entertainment news. The Blur's on the way. Oh, some good stuff in the Blur today, including maybe a new reboot of a television series. We'll tell you all about it coming up on the Blur. All right, coming coming up the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with us, Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.